spoken like I haven't thought about flying for a long time. I have a dream that at that moment when I was alone above the clouds for a long time. I have dreamed waking up in a room surrounded in blue and green grass more years than I could dream of memory. I haven't walked back into the past or scratched on the doors of my origins where it all came from since I held up that cape for the last time. Return to Kent Town 10th year anniversary edition is a revised version of Ambien's first poetry book. The book can be purchased from Amazon and it contains numerous additional materials. You wake up one morning after not reading a book since your school days and you decide to be a writer. With no good or bad writing to compare against your own, you just know how to write and anyone who tells you otherwise is wrong. Hell, maybe they're jealous of your natural ability to craft the masterpiece. After all, most people need to learn through a combination of books, courses, critical feedback and workshops. Not you though. It's not their fault. They don't realise your natural talent, but they soon will. How to Write Wrong is the new book by Amanda Steele. The book, which is an interactive story, gives the reader multiple options throughout its story. The book can be purchased from Amazon. Spoken Label. Thank you today for tuning in to Spoken Label. Spoken Label was originally set up at the beginning of 2016 and as of recording has over 200 sessions in our archive. Although the podcast can be heard on Anchor, iTunes, Apple, Spotify, YouTube and literally 10 or 11 other networks, the full archive can be found at Spoken Label. And all one word, spoken label dot bandcamp dot com. On the bandcamp, it is set as pay what you want, so you are entitled if you wish, you can download it or stream it for nothing. But if you want to throw me a couple of pennies my way, it is always eternally grateful to help me maintain the operating costs and future running costs of this podcast. Enjoy. Spoken label. Hi guys, and the end. Spoken label. Back in the house on Zoom again today. I've got an extra special podcast today because we really are going to almost the side of the world today. And this goes out a big shout out to our mutual friend Alter. Alter's put me in contact with this lovely young lady from Syria. And I've been looking forward to this for a couple of weeks since me and Dina got talking originally. So, Dina, do you want to introduce yourself to everybody? Tell them who you are, where you come from, and what started you off in your writing? And we'll start from there. Hi Andy and hi everyone. Hi Alta. <laughs> My name is uh, Dina Nasur. Uh, I'm Syrian Lebanese. I started writing, I believe, around 10 years ago. Of course, I, uh, I come from a literary family, uh, a family of writers. Oh dear, and, oh, brilliant. Uh, I didn't know that. Yes, yes. So literature or writing in general has been in my family for a very, very long time. So I grew up around books, around poetry, around literature in general. And that by itself inspired me to to walk the same path. Right. So on your your family then, tell tell us a bit more about your background and your family then. So is it your mother and father are literature based as well then, are they? Was it further back than that even? It's been around for a very long time. 
but my my grandfather he was pioneer in short story writing oh, and right. he published several books uh, yes yes he 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 was quite known but of course that was all uh, written in arabic Oh um, yes. Therefore, yeah. Therefore, it it didn't go international, but uh, he was famous across the Arab world. We can say. After that, my father also uh, published his own book uh, years ago, and uh, it was a collection of everything: short stories, uh, prose, poetry everything and that by itself has inspired me as i said to walk the same path of course yes it's been there you know, yeah for a long it's, time it's in your genetic um, they say in england genes and genetics so yeah i get it completely with that. Yes. my my family is not rock creative at all or not but all my family are massive readers although so now i've got a 11 year old yes. nephew who's just started writing poetry so that's amazing <laughs> yeah well i know what you mean like you started 10 years ago do you actually just yes write, do you just write in english or do you do you actually write in arabic as well i mostly write in english for some reason english just grew on me uh, i happened to uh, study english literature in college oh brilliant so um I've been in love with English for as long as I can remember. Uh, I do write some in Arabic, but the the difference in the language is major. Arabic is hmm. is a super hard language. It's one of the hardest languages on earth. Uh, therefore, to write in Arabic, you you gotta learn all the grammar. Um, everything there is to Arabic and it's a vast, vast sea of never ending grammatical knowledge. <laughs> is it, that's very interesting. So, uh, English is smoother. Yeah, there is something said in a European perspective, of course. English is a very, very difficult language to learn in contrast to a lot of European languages, but Arabic, I can believe you there, because it's such much more older language, I suppose, isn't it really? So, like so yes i keep completely with that so when you're obviously writing in arabic then obviously uh, do you find that you're writing changes in a style perhaps that would, would, would do that you're writing in english absolutely it's yeah. a complete different language and a complete different i don't know i don't know what's the exact expression to use here but uh, <laughs> it's entirely different like you can you can write about the same thing in both languages mm. but when you compare the two pieces to each other you realize that they're absolutely different although they contain the same thing it's crazy <laughs> yeah i get it completely with that it's an i've got a friend that actually writes in italian french and spanish and english and she showed yes. me translations of each one and read them out to me and it's the context of the piece might be the same, but the sound of it, it's not the language, it's the sound, isn't it? It's completely different. So, yeah, I get completely with that. Even the structure, the structure is very different. European languages are, are easier to compare within each other, but when, when we're talking about Arabic, it's something entirely different. The structure, the, the words, the sounds, uh, the letters, 
absolutely yeah. different. Everything is different about it. I can believe you there. Now, on a slight different note, on the English side, you said before you studied English literature, was there any writers that really yes. grabbed you when you were studying it at the time? Any writers that you still really like to this day? I gotta say, I mean, it's a classic, but I gotta say, uh, William Shakespeare is just amazing. Um, yes, <laughs> I just have to say his name. Um, also, uh, I took a liking to the works of Sir Thomas Wyatt. They were uh, quite romantic, quite different. I loved them. Now, do you when it came to poetry. I'm speaking uh, about poetry here. Of course, yes, indeed. Now, um, yes. have you found then, obviously, like, as you've carried on ever since then, have you, um, do you read a lot? Do you, I'm a firm believer as a writer, you have to read anyway to write. So do you like, do you yes, get, of course. Do you, do you do lots of reading yourself and be so, who do you like reading nowadays? Nowadays, uh, well, lately, uh, I finished I finished uh, a long novel by the Spanish writer Carlos Zavon. Um, sadly, he passed away maybe a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but he wrote a series of novels. Uh, they were just amazing, absolutely amazing. Just read really a good thing. No, that, that's not a name still... I've come across before. So, but tell us about what, he, what he's trying check to check it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, tell us the people that don't know him. Then what was what was his long book about? Then come to, I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> um, he it was a series of um, four books, four books. Uh, each one is different. Each one is a different story, but they have these small links in between. Now, what was very interesting about this is that he uh, he wrote about Spain in a way that was new to me, being a foreigner. Uh, mm. I enjoyed reading about Spain, about uh, uh, about the style uh, of of life there and and there is there is something haunting about this series of mm. books there is something haunting in the imagery he uses almost uh, a little gothic uh, which which is something i'm totally drawn into so it was amazing I can't say it was one consistent story because, as I said, each book had its own story. There were just little, little links in there that connects like the first book to the second book and onwards. It's, it's amazing. Um, I believe the whole series is called The Cemetery of Forgot... Uh, I'm sorry. Because I read them in in Arabic, they were translated. So, the, yeah, the cemetery of forgotten books. Got it there. Yeah, I can see it online actually as we chat now. Yeah, yeah. First book yeah, people are interested in was well, called the Shadow of the Wind. And Shadow like, of the Wind. Yeah. Yes. Second book is the Angel's Game. Yes. One, is it the Prisoner Prisoner of Heaven? I've not not seen what the fourth one's yes. called yet. Yeah. Well, that's not time for making note of that. 
always always like recommendations and books I do so <laughs> definitely that one yeah go ahead and and enjoy the ride <laughs> sounds good to me now obviously we're here to really take a talk about your writing aren't we really so now if people are interested about you then um it's um you said before I don't presume you don't try poetry do yourself so I've, I've read your poetry in, in Alters magazine and it's beautiful stuff it was so do, do you just write poetry or do you write anything else besides poetry I mostly write poetry. It is, it's this form of writing that I'm more or most comfortable with. I just love it. I love using rhymes. Um, I absolutely love that. I, I have tried to write like um, other forms of literature. I mean, let's say short stories or such, but I always go back to poetry every yeah. single time. Same, same for me as well. I've done yeah, other things I, on occasion. Poetry is making you, you yeah. just know sometimes from an early age, not yourself, when it's going to be with you for all your life. Definitely with that one. And do you have any sort of reoccurring themes that crop up in your poetry? A reoccurring theme? Yeah. That's just it about literature. There aren't any new ideas, they're yeah. rare. There's only seven of seven the ideas. ideas yeah. are reoccurring. Yeah. All the ideas are reoccurring. The difference is in in the style of writing. I mean, all poets write about love and it is a recurring theme, but it is the style, the different type of writing is what makes one shine over the other. But it is the same theme eventually. I mean, there is love, there is war, and these these two topics are international topics. So many people have written and are still writing about these two themes. Yeah, I agree with you completely. And you find a lot of it, it crosses over as well, doesn't it, really, as well? So definitely that one. So like it's, um, I don't know Syrian writer that well, but is there any, any Syrian poets you like? Yes, I would say my all-time favourite Syrian poet would be Nizar Qabbani. He is very famous. That's good. I had a feeling you wouldn't be just reading English poetry. I thought you'd be reading Syrian poetry as well. So definitely that one. So where do you where would you like your writing to go next? Or next yes, I, I enjoy I enjoy reading. Mm. Yeah, it shows it shows when you're telling me already. You are very very well read. And that's that's really it's beautiful, lovely to read. Lovely to hear. Yes. Now, where would do you think your writing will go next? And you, you said do you think, would you like to get a book out someday? Yes, actually, um, there is an idea. Um, we spoke about Alta at the start oh. of this uh, she, podcast. She, she dominates this I want to say like that she's, she's going to be helping me. Yes, yes, she's going to be helping me publish my very own first book. Uh, she's she's amazing. I just love 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 her. Oh, I, did, I didn't know she was doing so, that. Yes, That's expect, wonderful to hear. Uh, a first book soon. Is, it, is that going to be this year? Then is it? Or I'm not sure yet. <laughs> yes. oh, I'll have to get. I'll have to buy a um, copy of that. Yes, hopefully, hopefully, yes, hopefully it's going to be this year, most likely. Brilliant. Have you got a title for the book yet? Have you, or is that to be, to be revealed? <laughs> that is yet to be revealed <laughs> top secret i see anyone can tell i was trying to lure it out of dina then my sophisticated <laughs> interviewing techniques this not work 
<laughs> no, I'll speak. To, I'll speak to Well, you tried. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> no, definitely. So, obviously, I know from chatting to Walter a lot, um, she's not been able to do a lot of poetry reads where she lives. But do you get any any nights in Syria where you can read your poems out from the people? No. Oh, what a shame. What a shame. Not really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, right now, right now, the the interest in literature is um, is not that great. I mean, and it is to be expected at such trialing times. And besides that, I do mostly write in English, and it is hard for people here to understand the language because uh, not everybody takes the time to uh, learn it properly. So it is a little bit hard for me here because uh, to be honest, I don't have like, um, let's say a lot of supporters simply because they cannot understand the language. Yeah, no, I'm getting completely so. But that's a respect to you, like I said, you are not going to stop by you, so I can believe you that. When you've got a supporter like Alter and me, you're, you're produced hundreds of books out. You no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've done, I've done, I've done 14 and it took me, it's exactly. took me 10, it's took me 10 years that, to do four. That's, that's what's amazing about the internet these days. Yeah, you do, you, you can make friends with people that live in other countries and oh, wow. live hundreds. Oh, wow, to do four books, but still, that's, that's amazing. Well, if you, I don't know how many books you're aware Alter's done. She bought a load out last year, she did. And I'm not, I don't think she'd been as busy this year. She was producing a book a month at one point last year. She was <laughs> incredible lady. I don't know where she gets the time or the energy. Yes. It took me, what, what, my advice, 13 years to do four books. It took me two and a half years to my first book, five years to the second book, and about two years on the third and fourth book, so. It is what it is, so. Well, like I said, but I, yeah, I think you know, like each person um, has their own pace of doing things. Yeah, I think so as well. A lot depends on your, your lifestyle as well, doesn't it? Really, like, is that is how what you do, what you like. Absolutely. Say, like, if you've got children, if you've got lots of friends Absolutely. and stuff. Like, what do go certain adventures with them? It, a lot is time, really. So, no, great. I look forward to definitely reading it. So. That one. Now, if people want to find out more, read some of your work, Dean, where are the best going? Well, I have a poetry uh, Instagram account. It is at Daughter of Ball. It is the easiest place to find a lot of my work. Brilliant. I think I'm sure I'm following that page as well. So, so I do recommend it because some wonderful yes. poems are there. <laughs> I'm sure I am, right? So, yeah, Daughter of Balls. Yeah, Thank brilliant. You. Now, Dina, of course, that's all my questions for today. So, are you okay if we take a quick break and get you to get some of your poems ready and ready for us to read? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Okay, brilliant. Hang around, everybody. This is a great pleasure. And this young lady is incredibly talented. So, we'll see you all in a minute. Spoken. Hi, guys. Straight over to Dina. She's going to do some poems for us today now. Welcome back. Bring some of my poetry with you. Uh, I hope you like it and you enjoy it as well. So uh, the first poem I would be reading, Disoriented, 
uh, now th this poem is 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 a little bit dark. It's it's about it's about um, feeling powerless, feeling uh, like you know, feeling like everything is out of your hand. Like uh, there is nothing for you to do. So here we go. This is uh, disoriented. I clench in deafening shame under your changed gaze. I wish the ground shadows all in my mind, pulling me darkest depth. For once, I wished I were blind or for a quick way to reach death. A swirl of emotions glazed my insides out of slumber. I wanted to touch faith despite my godless nature. I want to find myself again before my surface breaks. I pray to disappear or faint. Nothing compares to that day. I lost my appeal for breathing. Might it slow or stop? Wanted to shake away the feeling of needles and pins. I was yearning to cry, vision clouded with tears. I did not know how to tie the situation laced with fear. Nothing shall be the same except the painful memory of how your eyes blamed my remaining senses to morbidity. I am battered and bruised beyond repair a contempt. I am filthy, I am used compared to your holy contents. Here I screech with regret the one thing I never do. I mourn the loss of your respect and your deep love too. Really, it's really, really evocative. That was deep as well now. Beautifully read there. You've got a really good, well, like you, you work, you Dina, you work, it really suits your voice as a person, if you understand what I mean. But when you meet people, sometimes they write that poems that are false, don't, don't suit them. That was beautiful, I wrote. I really, really enjoyed that. Excellent stuff. Thank I'm you. glad you did. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Do you want to go on for poem number two? Yeah. Now, after, that one was heavy, I know. <laughs> so <laughs> this one is much lighter. <laughs> uh, this one is a lighter poem. It's, it is um, about technically being, uh, being in love with someone from afar. It could be seen as uh, long distance, to me it is, but I mean, anyone can see it as uh, far away admiration. Uh, this one is entitled Bird. Uh, I close my eyes and dream away to your side of the world. Why must it be this way, in wings of a bird? Our souls connect through time, for they could easily touch your heart. Would our worlds click so much if we were on the same side? 
or shall they collide and flush our true colours to the universe outside? Draw upon my chest and burst right into your musical drive, for these lines fuel the star's dust, which makes us always strive. Oh wow, that is, that is very different, yeah. Yes, very, very different. This one is lighter, much, much lighter. I, I'm always, always a believer in writing. You, you can't always write deep, dark material all the time. That's quite a much more tender poem. That was beautiful. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. I mean, um, you're inspired by different things. I, yeah. I'm not inspired by one thing all the time. That's, that's the cause of uh, the difference and variations in writing. Yeah, no, completely agree, completely. Okay, I'm dying to hear number three then. What's your next poem? Number three is... Now, this one, this one has a little bit of a background story, is that uh, I was in a conversation with someone special, and uh, this person, we, we, we started envisioning stuff, and uh, we were talking about deserts, about poetry, about imagination, and we come from two different lands. Uh, and we're both fascinated with mythology and history. So I ended up writing a piece uh, that contains a lot of mythology from both our countries uh, and, of course, a lot of imagination. So this poem ended up without an actual title. Uh, I've, I mostly call it of poetry, desert, and wild imagination with him. Abiding by the sound of ancient winds. Lord L, guide me through these sands, for the miles are long and very grim. Take me to where he stands, sailing through Nergal's governed land. A sight makes me shiver. I shall bethank your hand. He was waiting under the scorching sun. May this not be willow the wisp, but his arms wrap protectively around me, eyes gleaming with obvious wist. Here you are, finally together and free. A crack of thunder suddenly roars. Marduk cloudly strikes his presence. In our embrace, we throughoutly soak, defying notions in their deliverance. Here, my love, we are powerful. Our gathering sets the world in motion. We can make anything possible as we have turned the desert into an ocean. Oh, excellent, excellent. Yeah, I got that completely. I was going to ask you then, I think that's, you said about your country of mythology. Do you like writing a lot about mythology in your country then, do you? Yes, actually, I mean, if if uh, uh, you you can see a lot of mythology in my writings, I I love. Yeah, I got that completely. I was going to ask you then. I think that's you said about your country of mythology. Do you like writing a lot about mythology in your country? Very interesting to bring these things back. 
into yeah, plan yeah. with you to explore a little, little bit more about uh, yeah where 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 did we come from yeah i do i completely agree so yeah 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 brilliant okay we're on to the big big finale now aren't we okay. were you telling before you was it when you're really dark pieces that this is off with Yes, uh, this is a poem that I have written only a couple of days ago. So this is exclusive. I will be exclusive. reading this for the first time. I wanna, I wanna talk a little bit about mm. this one because uh, I come, I mean, of course I live in Syria. So most people, I don't know if most people know that the country has been in war for the past nine years. Not to mention the global COVID-19 crisis. The whole world is going through this crisis at the same time. So you're going to think about war. You're going to think about uh, COVID crisis. You're going to think about uh, the fact that uh, lately or very recently, they've uh, implemented Caesar Act upon uh, upon Syria, which pretty much uh, strengthens the economic sanctions upon the country. Mm. So the economic situation is 10 times worse. So being faced with all these things, um, it makes you feel frustrated. I mean, war, uh, plagues, um, bad economic situation, not to mention the other little stuff like we, we suffer a shortage in, in electricity, a, sh a shortage in water that most people, uh, I mean, these are, these are essential things that people cannot live without. And we have been struggling with these things for nine years. So it gets frustrating. Yeah, understandable. Uh, it gets frustrating and yes, and you end up packing up these things somewhere in the back of your mind in a place that usually you do not dare to tap into. They're there, but you just leave them there. That's, that's it. So I, I want to say that when I wrote this poem, it was 4 a.m. and electricity was off and I couldn't sleep because it was too hot. So I tapped into that dark space. Some people might say it is very depressive. I also want to say something else that any writer likes to exaggerate a little bit to paint a, a picture that's wider, that is more relatable. So it is combining all of these elements together. Brilliant. So uh, one, yeah, this one is entitled Soul. I feel exhausted this time around. I keep pushing without letting finish off the, the ground. In age is days scatter on and on in a waste. I seem to find my inner plate. Was I meant to reach such a state? I always believed there would be more to this fate. Has become a vocal default. The battle seems to have raged and lost. It is all numb, envelope not at fault. When did the internal fire snuff out? I did not notice, it only created a cloud. 
suddenly extinguished, wrapped in shrouds. In the recesses of my mind, I scream. It is so loud. It feels like floating within a dream. I am here, but am I really here? This life is akin to a wraith's hiding in fear. I laugh, I said I would become a seer. Death is a denied final quest. The universe eternally mocks my zest. Someone up there must be holding a fest. I only seek to breathe, to find some needed rest. I long to get some sleep and maybe to vent out and weep. Yet nothing but coldness continues to seep. I can feel it like a hand that always creeps. These words do not form a reprieve. In the end, like all things, even hope leaves. Perhaps nothing will replace my lack of belief. And all will fail in an eventual notion to quench this grief. Wow. I got her out that four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and I to sleep or not. That's, that's incredible. Wow. <laughs> it's it's a heavy piece. It's it's a really heavy piece. Wow. Wow. Did um obviously I don't want I won't ask you too much special dairy about your poems, I'm not like that. But did that come out was almost the first complete did it in one go, did it? Or did you have to go back and rewrite that poem a bit? No, it went out in one go. Yeah, I, um, I only adjusted like a couple of words, but yeah, I, I did it on the first take. Yeah, sometimes the poems go like that. I, can, I got the feeling with that poem that straight away that was one draft, and you can yeah, tell absolutely. it was like it was one train of thought from like, I could, I could have wrote that at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm to sleep or not. Thank you for having me. I look forward it's to hearing it. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, the same here as well and I look forward to seeing your book hopefully to come out soon so hang around I need a quick word you off, after, yes. off the mic as I would say but brilliant thank you again take care guys and girls stay safe see you all soon Spoken Mate Spoken Mate